You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. Hi. Hello, everybody. Here we are. Say hello. Whoa, whoa, you were loud. Sorry, sorry. Say hello, Bryce. What's up? All right, so we are actually on location. On location. We're in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, um, where we did a couple of days of backcountry snowmobiling. I've done it. Oh, yeah. I've done it for years, and this year I took my boys and a, a buddy of mine that I used to always go with, and guys, tiring, fucking exhausted. I've never, been, <laughs> I've never been more tired in my life. <coughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. that was so, a cough. So Jesus Christ, Bryce, this you, shit was hard. Bryce, you are so fucking red. You want me to take that? Yeah, you can step away and take it. Take Who is care it, of it? Dennis? Uh, Work it out with him. Close the door in the other room. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been super fun but exhausting, and you can't even explain it to you listen, first, which right. I know is like the most annoying thing to hear ever. Like, oh, this was crazy, but we can't explain it. I hate when people say that, but like, we're out in the middle. Of, so I guess let's try to explain it. Right. So so we get here Thursday, direct flight, which is key. Okay. Right. This isn't really the part I meant. Like explain. Okay. I meant like the snowmobiling, not no. like. So we packed our bags Wednesday night. Okay, I'm just trying to. I I'm used just, packing cubes. So gay. I'm just trying to be to, organized. I'm just, okay, so packing cubes. Friday, sponsor us. Friday. Do they sponsor us? Or they should. Packing cubes is not. That's like saying toilet paper sponsor us. Like there's no. Understood. There's a lot of brands. That's a generic. <clears throat> All right, so we go ahead and but we Costco, uh, Kirkland toilet paper sponsor us, please. Um, it's the best. The best value. We love Kirkland toilet paper. I love Kirkland. I don't everything. like using any other toilet paper. It no. hurts my ass. No, although in the office last week they upgraded from one ply to two ply. Unannounced. One ply's the worst. You know what's Unannounced. the worst? That's, I know we're sidetracking, but that Scott paper, that plain paper, it's the worst. When it's just like literally- Plain paper. <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah. It's less right. than one ply. It's half no, ply. it's fucking worse. It makes, it makes your ass bleed. Give me seven. Like, I hate- I mean, not hate. I am, you guys know, very into the environment. I don't want to waste things, all that stuff. Give me eight ply toilet paper. I need my ass to be. Well, no, you as, no, you need a fucking weed whacker first to get. Yeah, to your exactly. Ass. That's the problem. It's like I have Brillo under there that scratches up already. All right, let's move on. So Friday we get the. But sleds. I manscaped down there, so I'm good. Friday now. we get the sleds, and that is a sponsor. And it is snowing and Bronson fucking whiteout, right? No whiteout. It, it was like a full blizzard, and we're snowmobiling out. We're like hours away from any town, and any you can't see ten feet in front of you. Oh my god! It but was, great, though, it was wasn't super it? Fun. But great, like yeah. it was. It was as much snow as. And and by the way, Wyoming is dumped. They have feet, feet. What's it? Foot of foot of snow. Feet of snow. Many right. feet. Many feet. One foot. Many feet. Right. Unbelievable the amount. Feet of snow. <clears throat> no, but Bronson, how deep? Like when you when you go in the water. In the water, when you step the, off your sled, it goes. You your sink up to your waist. You you sink so hard that the snow hits your balls. You can't get your legs out. Yeah. No, you can't get so so th- so that was the first day. Great, you got to admit, beyond phenomenal. Yeah, we we it was great, and we um we went for lunch. We bought hot dogs, and oh, we were, we were like right. hours out, you know. So it's like you're in the middle of nowhere. Um, so you got to bring food, or you have to come back into town. Um, so we bought hot dogs and sausages, and we built. I'm not we. Shout out Jacob and Matthew who were with oh, us. Oh, fucking kill I'm sure it. They're by, listening. The way, by the way, Jacob Matthew, great fucking shout out to you guys. You guys are, we would still be stuck in the mountain. I would be dead. I would have offed yeah. myself. I fully would have like taken with my what? nails and dug into my nails. You bite your feet. Yeah, you no, can't. that's how bad it would have been. 
Okay, yeah, Jacob and Matthew, great kids. You guys killed it. Um, and, you know, so... It was so Matt, funny, though. I was telling... Oh, one minute. So, Dennis and Dave. Dennis and Dave, we first met them. They live in Wyoming. We you got to explain that you've been doing I'm, this for I'm a while. I said I would start my 10th year doing it. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, so we, this is my 10th year doing it. You know, I've been doing it, obviously, for a long time, and we have a good time. So, I first met Dennis and Dave, and they were actually our paid tour guides many, many years ago. And we developed a friend... You can open. We've developed a friendship with them. And as a result, and now we, we don't really do the whole... Because they right. were guides at first. Right, and they're, and they're better on the snowmobiles than we are on our feet. He's literally the nicest guy in the entire world. Dennis? Yeah. I yeah. just spoke with him on the phone. Yeah. So, so what happened was, is yeah. he coming to dinner? Yeah, yeah. They're, okay. they're going to pick us up at 8.30. So right. nice. So what happened was, so, so I did this many years ago, and I took like a five or six year hiatus. And but so also growing up, you would always go with all your friends. It was like the sick guys trip that Bryce and I always heard about. And we were always like, we want to go. And he was like, you're too young, you're too young. Would you understand and then, why? 100%. Oh my God, but then- we literally would I'm die. I'm still too young. <laughs> so so but then, Dennis and- But then you stopped it for a while. We stopped for about six years. And Dennis and Dave became friends of ours. So we don't go through a guided tour. We just rent sleds and we go wherever we want to go. And they take us because we're friends with them. So their sons now, Matthew and Jacob, um, Jacob now came, which is great, which is and your age. And they're fucking expert. Oh, my God. God, they they make the falls look terrible. Oh, it's yeah, insane, phenomenal. Also, like people listening, because this was me three days ago. When you think snowmobiling, I mean, I'm sure a the lot trail. of our listeners know about it too. But you think just like, oh, you just like press a button and it takes you, and oh, you're like trail, sit back on a trail. It does. Yeah. not even not even really. But it's, there are also different ones. We had like sportier ones. There true. were like big, you know, like motorcycles. You no, can have we the were big one. Fifty cc's. That's yeah. that's heavy duty shit. Yeah, but it was. I mean, you step off your snowmobile. Yeah, we said that. And, uh, where it like hits you in the balls. Yeah, yeah, said that exactly that. In the you can't get out. Like I feel like a, I feel like I am a turtle on my back because I, I I was like crawling to get up on the fucking like a, like I was a no. And Matthew, when like I would a get paraplegic, right? There was one point where I was tr- treading through the snow, and I was so mad at the snow for being so deep, and I was like, I can't even be mad. This is just fucking frozen water. Yeah, and, but then and the it, problem was I would keep getting stuck, right? <laughs> because the thing is- the king of getting uh, stuck. Ronnie, I felt bad for Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I, he did more- No, I'm not yeah. the most athletic okay. person, I, 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 but I kept up with everyone. I did, I did I everything how much being you. athletic helps with this. That's what I'm saying. Like You it's think huge. of snowmobiling as like a car, where you like you can control everything about it, and it takes you wherever you point it. It's so not. Even it's like turning. an animal under you, and you're like it, the thing is. It's easy to ride a horse. It's oh my easy god, to ride a horse. No, because the thing is, it's so physical. Because the whole thing is balance, which I didn't realize until today, which is annoying. But like the whole thing, every second you're having to shift your balance on the thing to to stay up. But let's go one step further, Bronny. We are so far in the back area, and and the, and the depth of the snow. I'm telling you. So I've been skiing for 50 years. I've been coming out to, out west for 30 years. I have never seen this so much snow, the amount of powder. And honestly, so I'm probably like an intermediate snowmobile. I'm not advanced. As far as people who don't live in cold weather, no, but that's what you're we're definitely talk- an advanced no, snowmobiler. But, but obviously okay. when you say that, you're talking about people who snowmobile. Okay, fair enough. Because a, if you're doing beginner, intermediate, and advanced, it's people who've done the good, thing. Right? I would say but, you're... I would say you're like in between, I would say you're between intermediate and advanced. You're an intermediate I would say plus. Now I'm like touching intermediate. You're you're but you're in between beginner and yes, intermediate. Yes, and you're definitely not just like an average snowmobiler. You've done some crazy shit on snowmobiles. Yeah, and I was better when I was you're, even younger. You're just older now. I'm older, no. right? Right. So, but but I so I've been this for years. I've never seen this much snow, and the depth of the snow makes it so hard because if you if you lean one area too much, or at least for our expertise or lack thereof. 
you're, the you're stuck in sleds in. No, you're, you're, you're seven feet in. Your nose is in the thing. Yeah. So you're like, you have to dig all of it out. It's so, oh my God. So, there were multiple oh points today where like I, would, I kept getting stuck because where we went today, yesterday we went, there were a lot of snowmobilers around. It was snowing obviously, but like there was trail and then off trail. Today, we just pulled off on the side of the road. There was a mountainside that was completely, there was not a single track on it, right? It was completely pristine, fresh snow. And so that's what we were doing. We would, we were like going through making the tracks in the snow. So I got stuck all the fucking time. But, but the track, I think, is making your own harder. tracks that are easier. Yeah. But when you go on other people's tracks that fuck you up, I think it ruins it. You, yeah. you, you tip. A, you yeah. hit a lip and then you tip well, you, and then you, you, you gas thing, it yeah. and you lose balance. Or and you fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Also, these things were crazy. I didn't realize how fast these things were. You th- throttle that down and you're at 50 miles in five seconds. That's less crazy. Than, way less than five yeah. seconds. It's crazy. Brian, talk about the fighter we did for the lunch yesterday. Oh, yeah. So yesterday cool. we... um. For lunch, we like that's what. Oh, I was saying Matthew and Jacob, because these kids were like, oh, we, we. Sorry, this is very touching. For it's him. all for Clem. I don't know what's going on. I think it's just like the cold in my lungs, you know. And you or know when you like run, or in, you're just gay when you run in the cold and it yes. like burns your lungs. And you you mean gay. the entire day today when we were snowmobiling? Correct. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm coughing. I get it. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Not you, Dad Price. Um, what? So, so we like found a little spot on the trees. We put a clearing out and these kids climbed up all these fucking pine trees, took so much wood and we built a fire in the middle of nowhere and roasted hot dogs on the fire. And at first I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Why don't we, he kept saying, oh, how much, how good does a nice bowl of chili you, sound? You did. Yeah, you, how, how good does a nice bowl of chili sound? Should we go me, back to town? He literally looks at me, he goes, you want to go back to town, right? <laughs> and I go, no. <laughs> Imagine some elk chili. Mm. With some with some fucking good crisp red onion, some fucking cheese, some scallions. Stop, stop, stop. Wait, and they throw a little dollop of ice cold fucking uh, sour cream. Sour cream. And I gotta tell you something. And then because they never give them say, I need bring me some extra onions and extra cheddar cheese. Meanwhile, we, right? were, we were sticking these dogs on sticks. Like moss sticks. And I was like eating moss. Yeah, there was wood <laughs> all up in my hot dog. And then we're roasting over this fire, but we're roasting so close that we're getting all the ash. So it's like we definitely have cancer from that meal. They were full of carcinogens. Jesus Christ. All of that ash oh, is carcinogenic. That's bad? I got so sunburned today. Dad goes, I hope you, I hope you get cancer when you're 50. And you'll look no, back. He said, he said, he said, you're going to be right, 50. Don't be an asshole. I he, did not he didn't say, say I hope, but he did say, when you're 50, you're going to get cancer and it's going to be because I said, of this when trip. you get cancer when you're 56, it's because of when you're in your 20s. So he said, you're going to. He didn't say I hope, but he said, you're going we to. We all die of cancer anyway. But, no. but, but it was, a, um, lunch was good. And then this morning, sort of, and one of our buddies, we're not going to mention who. I never knew what a. We also got to tell the Dennis brother story, oh, so we don't forget. Oh. Wait, I want to. What I I never heard of a bumper dumper. Have oh. you? No. No. Okay, so we, we we pulled up to, and we're not gonna we'll show a picture, but we're not gonna tell the name. Well, it doesn't no show names. his face. We, we we pulled up to like unload the sleds because the snowmobiles were all on trailers, right? Because we had to drive them out on trucks, and so we pulled off the side of the road. We're unloading them, and one of the guys is like, "Oh fuck, I need to take a shit." And we're like, "What the hell? We just, just go to bathroom." No, nah, but it adds to the story. It's also what he said. He's like, I got to take a shit. And we're like, why didn't you go 30 minutes ago when we he left did. town? And he, he did. did, actually. He literally did when we left. It was the, He drinks eight cups of coffee in the morning. Yeah. He must shit nothing at this point. <laughs> he said, well, so he said, he was like, it was just gassed over, I guess. And, yeah, he said, Wait, so he uh, left, so, left the sidewalk empty-hearted, came to ship, and only farted. Yeah, exactly. You don't Never heard that? that? I mean, it's usually bathroom, but he shat on the sidewalk. So. So, so we pull up, and there's like two other trucks in front of us that already like unloaded their snowmobiles and were up in the mountains or whatever. And so he, we brought a roll of toilet paper just in case. He brought, he, <clears throat> he was going to shit 
on our, like yeah, right by, by our door. truck. Go, get the fuck away from my door. So we were like, go to the other car. So right. he walks up to the other truck, which is right in front of us. We're like, the guys are already deep in the mountain snowmobiling. He pull, he drops trow and he, he leans against the bumper as, a, as like a back bumper rest, bumper. and tried to shit. And it only came out gas. That's so he was what lucky. he said. He <laughs> I think he, he dropped because I saw him kicking shit in and try. So I saw him kick it like a so dog. Was, yeah. No, I think he had like deer pellet shit, whatever. Oh, Dear pellet shits are, uh, that happens when you're out here. But so I haven't taken, I I haven't taken a real shit. Have you noticed? Know I'm so fucking bloated the last three days because I haven't taken a real shit. Oh, it's all poops. stuck in there. I took a Not to be TMI. 20 pound shit. And Ew. he gained 40. Right. <laughs> I, I took a 10 pound and gained 20. But I ate that 20 Wait, what does pound that mean? sandwich. You took a 10. I mean, we lost 10 pounds, but we ate so much shit today. Oh, the yeah, weekend yeah. we gained 20. Eating, eating that sandwich on the mountainside was sick. That was today. Sick. That was really cool. We, we, we got all the way We've up to the ridge. Many times. We brought sandwiches. We got all the way up to the ridge, stopped <laughs> there, and made. What? I meant to say what he was talking. Well, why are you laughing so much? <laughs> I go, eating the sandwiches on the side of the mountain was awesome. And Dad grabs the mic and goes, we've done that. Many times. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> it added no value, right? But I meant to Sick. say, but I meant to say, when we first started doing this thing, like many years ago, we did them year after year. We would always put food in our backpack. He's like, he's dying. But he knew, he knew. Because <laughs> like, yeah, right. Because he stopped. Because I didn't want to interrupt him. I let him talk. He started. Go ahead, Brody. No, I don't, you got to tell the dentist story too. All right, go ahead. Oh, I was but gonna, the lunch was nice. I was great. The the, both lunches were great. I was going to tell the dad story. So, um, can I? I don't know what story you're talking the about. Snowmobile. It's, I mean, I was didn't want to interrupt you. But anyways, on the snowmobile today. The mic's yours. Everyone has their own that snowmobiles that you like ride throughout every day. And yeah, and dad, if you if you kind of like dig your snowmobile down because there's so much powder, it's a bitch to get out and you have to get... Hike like the through back the powder. Of, the back of your thing dips, like it digs all the snot so it'll it goes be like, low. It'll be like a 70 degree angle. The nose of the sled face It's sticking up to the sky. Faces the sky, yeah. yeah. And you, it's very hard to get out. You have oh to my like God. Get, you have to hike around your snowmobile. And so you, you get off the snowmobile, you fall to your fucking neck in snow. And you have to kick the snow onto the snowmobile. Then people have to like ski pull you out. It's it's a whole bitch. But um, dad... Like, I guess because I'm so much bigger than everybody, I can kind of, if you shake the snowmobile you're enough. You're literally stronger. You're stronger yeah. than all. If you shake the snowmobile hard enough, you can get good traction and, like, shoot it out, even if you're really, like, And it fucking in. shoots it out shoot, like a rocket. It's a little scary. Yeah, it is. And dad dug his so deep in the dirt that he tried to get it out for 20 minutes, and then he goes, he goes, Bryce, I need help. I go, I take my snowmobile to him. I, I go, come closer. he goes, come closer. Jumps on my snowmobile and goes, you're riding mine now. And then, <laughs> and drives, then dips away. Drives away. So, you're so I spent 30 fucking minutes Wait, trying who to pay, get Who paid for your trip, bitch? I go, you owe me. After yeah. I got it out, I go, you owe me. Because I'm literally, I'm drenched in sweat. I'm lying in the snow, like hyperventilating. No, and the thing is, we're What's so high up that you can't dad breathe. Goes, dad goes, really, I owe you? You owe you me owe your life. life. I heard oh my that. God. Yeah. You over your <laughs> life. I finally get dads out. I turn around and Bronson's just I, in the snow I'm looking suicidal. I was suicidal. <laughs> there were moments where I was like, I, I can't do this. I'm fucking done. I felt so bad for and then the, I knew but, but, but I mean, I did it. Like, I, 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 know, I, know, I did it quit. I, I did it. for you. Yeah. I, I mean, it was annoying. Done, and it, I, like, we get him out five Five feet later, he's in. I'm like, the problem was, I was so. Well, he would get out, he would get stuck, and then he would finally ground out. I, I would and then shoot out and then go right back in. I know, right back in. 
The problem is at the end of the, like I wasn't doing that in the morning. At the end of the day, I was so physically tired, like my arms and my hips to balance that I couldn't, I couldn't control the sled. I I literally could not. So I I just, I was trying to turn left and it wasn't fucking turning left. I didn't have the strength to turn it. And then, yeah, when you're done. Even though I'm very strong. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Today was one of the best days ever. It was great. I'm glad you guys shared this with me because we try to explain as well as we can. Holy shit! What's wrong with you? I don't you? know. Wait. So we tried. Um, you know, I've done this, and I really tried to share this experience with the boys. And you can't really explain it. And we try to do the best we can. But I'm so glad you guys had a nice time. You really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Amazing. I mean, I'm I'm never been more drained of energy in my Are life. You gonna but come I'm, back next year with me. Yeah. Good. 100%. Yeah. And Burke will come. I wonder how if Burke's gonna be terrible at it. I don't it know. Might be a little light, but those kids were amazing. Burke's sort of a klutz, though. He's going to have a hard time. And he's not hes not good with that kind of stuff, and he gets scared. I was just going to say he Burke's gets, fearful. He gets scared. So maybe yeah. wait a year or two from. Well, well, I mean, are you, I, are you like, radiating heat? Because I feel like I'm, yes, for my dude, sunburn. Put your hand yeah, in my face. I feel like I'm feel literally, like, this. making heat off me, like the you fucking, make me like the, the engines on the right, hand so, warmers. So why don't then turn the heat, uh, <clears throat> the handles down? Okay, tell the story about the. Okay, so we were at dinner on Friday night. Um, right today, Saturday. Yeah, we were at dinner on Friday night. So in our group, there it's the three of us, and then one of my dad's friends and one of his friends. Right. So there were there that what is that three, four, five. There's five of us, and then Dennis and, and his family came as well. <clears throat> but the friend's friend, who's now our friend, um, shout out Jerome too. What a legend, great guy. And he's actually white, believe it or not, with that name, Jerome. His name is Jerome. Oh, you can't. Say you can't uh, I'll beep. The, I'll beep the last okay. name because that, you can't get blacker than that name. I'll beep the black name or the black the, the last name. The no. black name. Black name. <laughs> it's uh, altitude. It's altitude. Jack Rack. Okay, stop. Stop. Rickle group. What's that? It's just. It, it's just. <laughs> it's just inside jokes for the weekend. All right. Which great. is like the best thing to share to people listening for sure. Um. So we're there dinner on Friday night, and. We're sitting at, we went to this restaurant outside of town, right? So, like, we're not in Jackson Hole. We're, you know, a couple miles out, out of it. We're sitting there, and we, we are, at this point, we're, like, closing the restaurant. We're one of the last tables there. Because we were just hanging, we were chatting, we ordered dessert, whatever, you know? And Jerome, all of a sudden, two hours into the dinner, all of a sudden, he, like, looks around. He's like, what, what? And we're, we're all kind of looking at him. And then he gets up and, like, sprints to the door so we're like what's going on two minutes later he comes back with a guy and a girl behind him and he goes guys this is my brother from new york and we're all like what the fuck are you talking about we go we at first i didn't believe him i thought he was messing right, with us sense, I, thought right. he meant, I thought he meant like there's one of my good friends who lives out here yeah, yeah, he's yeah. my brother yeah and jerome's the type of dude to be like this is my I'm yeah not- yeah this is my brother <laughs> um mosquitoes. he's not black um it's mosquitoes <laughs> So, oh, is that Bob's wire? <laughs> all right, these are inside jokes. <laughs> so we we were like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "This is my brother from New York who's here on a ski club trip and happened to be sitting at the table two tables back from us." He didn't know, and they had no idea. He didn't know his brother was coming. His brother didn't know he was coming they, that they were going to be in close. Wyoming, and they haven't seen each other for what, like six months? Did they say November right, or something? Right. Yep. And they had no idea they were here, and it just so happened that as the brother was leaving the seat that Jerome was in. If he was in any other seat, he wouldn't have seen the brother get to the reach the door. And also, they were one of the only other tables there that were so closing. Weird. It was just the craziest coincidence ever. And they were like freaking out, hugging each other. Which and we was, had dinner with them the following uh, night. 
It was crazy. But that shit happens all the Weird, fucking though, time. Weird. It happens all the time. But then think how many times it happens and you didn't know. But how many know times someone off. walked by you and you were like, oh my God, I would have loved to see that person. Right. Well, you fed you <laughs> thinking no like, idea. Yeah, with my future wife or my future husband, I walk by them, I'll never know. Yeah, but have you heard the story? There's, there. It was on Reddit like a couple years ago. It, there's this couple, now they're married, and they found out that they have pictures of when they were both like five years old. One was five and one was like four or whatever, right? Both like in age. China or something. Yeah, so they were, they're both Chinese of Chinese descent, right? So they were visiting China in like the 80s when they were little, little babies. And one took a pic, one took a picture of himself or his parents took a picture of him as a little, little kid in front of a temple. And it turns out that in the background of that picture is his wife, his current wife, who was like four years old at the time. And she has the picture from the other angle that her parents took. And they had no idea. That, they found that like they saw each other in the pictures where they must have like been talking. Oh, yeah, I went to China when I was a kid. I did, too. I, I visited that temple. I did, too. They were in each other's photograph. Wild. Wow, that's fucking crazy, man. Oh, and one last thing, then we can talk about some topics. How funny. So Jacob, we're hanging out at the fire. He's making the lunch. Great fucking hot dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you guys are the No, 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 because Dennis, we were talking to Dennis, and you were like, yeah, Dennis, did you actually know we have a podcast together? And then Jacob from the other side of the fire pit goes, wait, 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 wait. are you guys on TikTok? Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, daddy issues. And he goes, oh, and he hits Matthew. He goes, oh, my God, dude, I I told told you. you. He was like, what he told us in the car today is that he said to Matthew, excuse me. some water, buddy. He said to Matthew uh, when we were at the hot spring, he was like, those guys remind me so much of, of a podcast that I listened he to. He said it was your voices. Yeah. He was yeah. like, they sound so much like a podcast I listen to. It. It's so funny. But that he didn't think funny. it was us. He just thought we were, <coughs> well, we were, we were reminiscent. Well, we were dressed up. All you could see was our f- nose and our eyes. Yeah. yeah. But isn't that funny? Hilarious. He yeah, was like, he, I love He's you, a man. nice kid. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt was saying, he was like, this guy, yeah, this person I know, he's the funniest oh, guy yeah, I've ever met. Well, your dad and then him. Yeah, the he was. Guy. He was no, talking he about was some person. He was like, "Oh yeah, this." We were talking. He was telling us a story. And he was like, "Oh yeah, that guy's one of the funniest people I've met. Not as funny as your dad, but funny." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he thought you were hilarious. I think Dennis is pretty funny as well. Dennis is a great guy. I've known Dennis a long fifteen years. I've known him. He's a great fucking guy. Man. Love man. I, I'm, I'm so exhausted. Cookies. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Best fucking cookies ever. I must have eaten twelve cookies today. I had like seven. It's terrible. Oh, no, you had way more than seven. Not to pivot completely, you had way more than seven, Dad. But yeah, I Bryce. know for a fact I did not. I I literally counted. I think I had six. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. That's not way more than seven. Well, that that well you took you took the seven largest cookies out yeah, of the bag. They're, they're all thin. You stupid fuck. <laughs> um, not to totally change the subject, but do you know anything about the? Silicon Valley Bank? I know nothing. Yeah, we can look like, it up. I know like very minor things. Not enough to talk about it. On your phone. It. I mean, not enough for us to really like discuss. We have a laptop here. What, what, I, have your laptop? what I know, like the basics of what I know. What I'm know. tethered to this. Can you grab, Go the, grab my laptop? Bryce. So apparently all I know is that within the last couple of days, no. I don't know anything about this bank. I've never even heard of it, okay, but clearly so it's huge. This bank is the 15th largest bank in America. God, you got to listen to this. This is crazy, and it's happening right it's now. It's the 15th largest bank in America, or was, and it was Silicon Valley Bank, so all of these companies in- Silicon Valley. Basically in Silicon Valley, but in California, would keep their investment money and all of that kind of stuff in these banks, but they didn't put any insurance on the money. They didn't have any like securities on it, I guess, and all of a sudden yesterday- the bank went completely bankrupt. Well, so yesterday in the morning, in, in they the had a bank America. run. They had a bank run. So everyone, there are <clears throat> videos online of all these people 
hundreds of people trying to get their money out of the bank because they heard, shit, this bank's going to fail. We got to get our money out. So hundreds of people in line. And as of today, this is Saturday, the bank is it, it's gone. Okay. Could you fucking imagine? So you, wait, you don't think the CEO should be someone should fucking kill him? Seriously. We'll, we'll kill him. No, well, here, the first thing is Mark Cuban says Fed should immediately take. Well, what, what happened was. They say should they, immediately take this action. Entrepreneur, whatever. Fed they, should immediately buy all the securities debt the bank owes owns at near par, which should be enough to cover most deposits. Any losses paid for any equity and new. I don't even know what any of this. They means. were killing it. He when wants the Fed in, to own it. Last year, when insurance or when um, interest rates were so low, they grew as a bank because all these startups were putting all of their money in Silicon Valley Bank. What they do with the money? What do they do with the money? Okay, this was posted today. What it says, the other bank Silicon does? Valley they Bank financial collapse simply explained. So let's read this, right? Because then our listeners will know and we can. Um, what do, let's see. So what happened? To find out the answer, you must go back to early. Oh, this is going to be long. Not too bad. Um, we must go back to early 2020 when the COVID crisis prompted an unprecedented liquidity, uh, liquidity flood. This liquidity flood, which has, been as a, which has been seen as a Fed put, provoked a boom in venture capital activity. Already don't know what that means, even though it says explained mm-hmm. simply. On the backdrop of a rise, I can't even read. I'm so tired. Can you read this? You want me to read it? Yeah. Of a risk Do you want to read it or me? Okay. On the backdrop of a risk on mentality, which flushed startups and founders with cash, Silicon Valley Bank, which has positioned itself as the bank for the venture capital market, enjoy, enjoyed an inflow of deposits. So basically, they were taking all of the startup cash. Right. So every VC yes. was like going through that. In fact, from 2019 to late 2022, SIVB, which is the bank, total deposits more than tripled, growing from 61.7 billion in 2019 to 173 billion Holy in shit. December. Let me have the mic. How do you lose that 173 billion? You're, you're a fucking criminal. So, so now, what should SVIB do with the deposits? With a com- with a compressed NIM spread, which was another consequence of QE. Okay, don't know about any of that. Writing means. loans was not very attractive. Oh, so they didn't do loans. So the bank decided to park the excess liquidity in U.S. Treasury securities, which are low risk, right? And similar low yield, risk free notes. Although these securities have been considered risk free with the end of QE and start of QT, the securities depreciated sharply in lockstep with rising interest rates. Hold the mic a little further so, away from you. Just so they got wrecked by interest rates. Remember that to value that the value divided by price of a bond, oh, the value or price of a bond is inversely related to the interest rate level. So as interest rates went up, the bond skyrocketed downwards. Right. So they put their money in. So right. Let me see. So so if they, they so if they put their downwards. money in it and it was ten they put ten dollars in now it's worth like seven dollars is less, that what it is that's probably but yeah okay. for reference below is the ten year chart of the iShares twenty plus year Treasury bond ETF uh, yeah I'm gonna skip skip because we can't yeah. um oh but like, I mean it's a pretty big fall it, it, it falls off the bank suddenly needed to struggle with falling pieces of its holdings of fixed income Price. securities prices of fixed income. In- Fixed income securities. Meanwhile, concerns about a depreciating asset base were compounded by an outflow of deposits. So everyone was pulling their money out when this happens, I guess, as savers were seeking higher yield opportunities than parking cash at a bank. A balance sheet crunch was looming, and after the whole after the market woke up to the bank struggles, the meltdown materialized quickly. Large banks are fine for now. I I, I read something today that the Fed is getting ready. They're like putting it money in 
to some pot or something. I'm, I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't know because they feel that there are a couple other failures on the horizon. Yeah, but I was. And I they want to get ready. Also, looking at something that said that J.P. Morgan and Morgan Stanley are like your safest bets right now. I mean, I don't know who is saying these. But things. But those are also huge institutions. I've never That's heard of I'm Silicon saying. Valley Bank. Neither have I. But it's again, you're not a venture capital fund. True, and also just because someone's a huge institution does not mean that they can fall. Like True. Lehman Brothers and all that shit. They were huge True. institutions and they completely but fell. But those are due completely. to those are due to other factors as well. Doesn't but when Lehman Brothers when Lehman Brothers fell, Lehman a bunch Brothers, of others did. A lot it, it, did. It, fe- it was like a domino effect. And some big insurance company member. Yeah, what it was about a Chrysler? Big deal. Remember Chrysler? They had to be bailed. GM out. as a whole. Yeah, the, the the government had to bail out GM. Well, hopefully this doesn't have a large effect because maybe they weren't big enough and didn't have like a wide enough reach. Because venture capital is one thing. But like the banks that everybody has their money in is a whole yeah, but but then game. but then let's think. My mind goes to so if this bank was the one that was funding all these startups, all the startups are going to go under now. They have no money, right? They all their money, all their assets are in this bank. They have no money, so now a wave of businesses are going to go out too, right? Or is that wrong? Or it might happen. a wave of startups, yeah. But startups go out. A wave of startups is every single day when they go out of business. Yeah, That's but if all of them at once go out, it doesn't really affect the market that much. No? I don't think. I, I guess because they're I not like they're still startups. Oh, yeah, this article doesn't explain it too well for Lehman. A final thought on systematic risk. What they're saying, by the way, is that the other banks like J.P. Morgan has ended with net cash of six hundred eighty-eight billion, where um, this bank ended twenty twenty-two with thirteen billion net debt. So it's like a it's a drastic difference in. How much money these banks have? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This has just been happening like literally today and this yesterday. Morning, so I yeah. thought we might as well like talk about it. Um, it's fucking crazy that you can have that. Like much this money says here how the second biggest bank collapse in U.S. history happened in just twenty four and forty eight hours. That's CNBC. So this is the second biggest in the country in the country's history bank failure. That's scary. Well, the first one was 07, I guess, or oh eight. Um, yeah, I mean, but I don't also, know. What there's the- so much more money in circulation compared to. In the 20s of the 1900s, you know? Let's see if any companies that we know are affected. These companies held money at Silicon Valley Bank. But then it's also interesting, too. Like, all this shit, like, Silicon Valley and all that tech world is crumbling. Like, the fact that this happened to a Silicon Valley Bank. So, NFTs, gone. Bitcoin, gone. NFT, or not NFT, FTX, gone. one. But also, like, fintech's killing it right now. What's fintech? Finance technology. It's like... That stuff's doing great. Also, there's like a lot of tech that's still skyrocketing. Tech sales and like those kinds of positions aren't doing well. Yeah, but, but think like, of the, all the biggest of, ones. But a lot of, dude, but also like the biggest ones like Facebook, they right, made those a are, terrible pivot that got them to where It's not just now. Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, okay, but all also of them are hem, Amazon, Google, all of them this year alone have fired that tens of thousands, Twitter, not thousands. Twitter's is different. Twitter's, Twitter's is, different. is very but, different. So let's talk about Facebook, YouTube, uh, and Facebook has Instagram with it. Facebook, YouTube, Google, Amazon, Salesforce, right? These are the biggest tech companies in our country. Every single one of them okay. have had so tens of thousands. Okay, but here's what the, here's what you're not saying about that. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, who has been infiltrating my life more and more every day, and it's made it better. Like, I literally walk in my bathroom now, and it's just all Manscaped shit, because now I have the new beard hedger pro right and the whole kit so on my counter and i have two sinks in my bathroom i know it's a big i'm I'm kind of a big deal and one sink is like now my manscape sink i have my beard hedger uh which is their new trimmer which is the fucking best for your beard it literally it's like it has so many different 
setting so you can like get every little, you know, you can trim it down to whatever length you want. So I have that. I have my lawnmower right next to it, which I use for my balls and my chest and my taint you know and my cool. great for with Manscaped? They what? made a fucking rack for the shit to hold everything. They, they should, yeah. Because we have... Cause Manscaped, I, do it. Because I have a lot of stuff too. Yeah. And it would be neat if it was just like stacked perfectly. Like, An organizer. But like you, like in a salon where it yeah. sits in a thing so the cords are lower. Yeah. You don't see Manscaped, it. Manscaped, we'll talk. We'll yeah. talk yes. about that. You should let them know. Um, and, and I'm sure they'll, they'll get on it because they yeah. listen to their customers. And they're the best. So not only do I have my... So I have my beard hedger. I have my lawnmower right there, right? I have my weed whacker, which I use for my... Nose and but my I ears. still think that's the best thing. Yeah, that's I like the that. low key sleeper one that you and, need and, more and, than the other. And I don't. I sometimes read zaps the nose here. The sound. I like it. Yeah, it's like when you're catching bugs, you know, like yeah. with the well, electric doing thing. Doing laundry. Um, doing laundry. You feel satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> so I have those, and then with this new beard hedger kit that that came out, if you buy the whole kit, so I have my beard shampoo, which is my my shower alongside my manscape. Two in one conditioner, mm-hmm. shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. and my body wash, literally all in my shower. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. And then on my sink, then I also have my beard conditioner, which now I've been putting on after, and my beard hair is not as prickly, right? So it's like, you know, you feel? if I'm kissing anyone, feel? it's not going to irritate. It's not so bad. It's still, it's still a little hurts. Well, it's because it's, it's so short, you know? Feel sorry because I just girl. trimmed it. Yeah. Um, and then my beard balm is there. I have my nice, so in this new Beard Hedger Pro kit, not only do you get all, like a lot of the things that I just mentioned, but they give you three free gifts in it. So I have my nice brush, my nice wood Great brush. brush that I I, I, like I brush. barely have any hair in my beard, but I like brushing it down just because it feels good with the brush. Um, and then it comes with a nice comb and a nice pair of scissors, which makes me feel like a fucking professional barber. So they've like taken over my life and it's made it better. Like I, I feel cleaner. I we look get, better. You have the one set from them. We got to get another set from them. What do you mean? Another one of those uh, beard ones. Oh, you, yeah, we'll get you a beard get one. Get me one. I have one. Bryce has one. We'll get you one. Yeah, okay, good. Um, so everyone go check it out. It's really great. If you head over to manscaped.com and you use the code daddyissues20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. And all you, you can get all the things that I just a mentioned. Great fucking gift idea, guys. Great fucking gift idea. It really is. It, it's not like you need it in your life, but also just give it to like all the men in your Reasonably life and, priced, and non-binary yeah, people. Yep. Reasonably priced, great gift. I'm telling you, they'll be very thankful. So once again, head over to manscaped.com, use the code daddyissues20. You'll get 20% off your order and free ship. They had crazy, crazy increases yeah. in hires prior to this. Right. So right they're not, they're not co- going to 2021, lower. 2021, these companies were, what's the opposite of hemorrhaging money? They were investing Absurd amounts of money yeah. into hiring, opening up because they were sales, they were expanding crazy. All that stuff because COVID, everyone so, relied on so Amazon. Of course, and all now that. that interest rates are up, everything's more expensive. Yeah. The job market's not doing as well. They're going to say, "We don't need you anymore." We're going back to our original and, size, and that is to be expected. But that is huge ramifications for everything else. If a hundred thousand yeah. people all of a sudden in this country are all fired within a week, skilled employees too, right? They're not like these are all people that are working at tech companies. Yeah, if all of these people and entire companies like FTX are going completely out, and the bank that holds all of them are going completely out, that has huge ramifications for the rest of the country. I think the bigger problem, unemployment, is like a huge problem. But I think the bigger problem is like things like FTX, where it's like all these illegal activities that are going on in these gigantic companies that are having effects on legal companies. You know, FTX isn't. 
they weren't affected by rising interest rates. They were affected by because they were fuckers. Yeah, it was a scam. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that's you can't like blame which, the economy which, for which that. Which, by the way, shows you know, but doesn't, no, but but but, but there's a, all these factors. Wait, no, it has I'm not saying they're all from the same thing on our economy. And and what's amazing <clears> is it shows you what the mentality of fucking people are in the mind of people. That a company like FTX, which is fucking bullshit, run by a fucking clown mm-hmm. that could wipe their own fucking ass, him and her. Okay, the combined age of them is less than me. Yes, all right. <clears throat> wait, listen. Ugly. Wait, and how people fucking kiss that? It's it's a fucking scam. It's like these fucking TV shows you watch, these documentaries. People are fucking dumb that these people can ride this wave, and and people drink the Kool Aid. It's unbelievable. There's nothing to it. There's no, there's no yeah. income. There's no, but yet it's shocking how it, that it can name a stadium. Like it's fucking. Retarded. Not only name a stadium, it can be the second largest donor to the Democratic Party. It's so weirdly, corrupt. I was reading that they also donate a lot. They also to donate to the Republican Party, too. and you know, so it is their, their plan. Their plan was, and they've come out and said this power, right? They, they just wanted if you can, if you can grease the palms of everyone in power, it's control. If anything happens to you, like if you know, if any little. Hiccup or something, right. you got all the people. You owe a favor, right? Yeah, everyone in but power, Brian, you have at, them in your pocket. But look at these people; they're in their twenties, they look like clowns. Yeah. If I met that person, I'd be like, "Dude, get the fuck away from me!" Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. I don't care how smart you think you are, how wealthy you are. Get the fuck away from me! And yeah, people, you're gross. And people of educated, successful, wealthy people fucking join the bandwagon. Yeah, because it's a bandwagon. That's why. That's what most most people. See a bandwagon and they hop right on. That's the norm. But also, like, listen, unless you're crazy close and you know the ins and outs of FTX, it makes sense to invest in it, right? It's a they were just yeah. sky. They were just it makes more. It makes more sense than investing in like just the coin because they'll do it all for you. Yeah, no, it, from a layman, it yeah. makes sense. Even from somebody who worked in the company, you don't know the ins and outs of what company is doing illegal activity. Exactly. If it's all a sham, yeah. I mean, think but like I Enron never, and all those companies. I, I always thought makes the sense whole Bitcoin to, thing. Or whatever it is, then you it's a cro- I personally, because I'm old school, and it's a crock of shit. But even Browns brings up a good point. Like I always did. Remember that? Right? Like Yes, and, you have. Yeah. Even the even the fucking um the metaverse and you can own real estate in the metaverse. Well that's go, already dead. Wait, and I wait, said wait, a year ago when it was wait, coming yes. out, I said this will be wait, nothing. Wait, and what about and it's nothing. these people buying these electronic pictures of crock of shit? NFTs. Okay. That's that too. Wait, NFTs. But did I say that shit? I mean, listen, I, I, I might not be the richest guy. But I believe in the fucking slow but steady. This whole fucking scam shit. But that's the new world. Quick. Yeah, I get know, rich quick. But I'm telling you, it's new money. I always tell you guys, slow and steady. Work it, have a value, build a book of business, whether it's client based, whatever it is. Spend don't you know, don't spend more than you make. That's the big thing. Way. A lot of people our age, they'll they'll like, you know, invest in a couple NFTs, they'll do Bitcoin, and they'll make like you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, yeah. or millions, right? And they'll lose it. And they'll, they'll, they'll instantly buy all the cars, all the watches, flaunt it all on social media. And then it's like, dude, what happens when you're 40 and no one cares about NFTs anymore, but you made your millions, like you just spent it all. Correct. It's going to be gone. If you, if you make 8 million, right? Say you made 8 million tomorrow. Yeah. Because you own right. You, you could buy a lot of cars. Eight eight, NFT right? or whatever. Say you, say you, no, no, you, what yeah. are you, I say you have if I X amount if I made eight million tomorrow, account. Yeah. not enough to retire. Eight million still not enough for you. No, to not at my age. But no, definitely not. You take five hundred thousand of it. You do whatever the fuck you want with yes. it, and then you take the other seven and a half not million. Even, let, let, me, let me take a million no, and do whatever the fuck I and want. And you get a financial advisor. Yeah, that seven million still better. If you still better if than eight six. million, you owe the government three million to so net five. Okay, you take a million, you buy yourself a nice, just a nice home. You don't have to go crazy because you have to carry it. 
that for four million dollars. You buy it, you can get a fucking Mercedes for under twenty grand. You have to go crazy, right? Yeah, you don't need Ferraris and fuck like it's okay. And you don't need multiple, and then, and then you put the fucking rest away. Yeah, or you leave you lease the fucking Mercedes because you make enough income off the fucking you don't touch the principal. But you buy right, true, first thing the, you do yeah. is you buy a fucking home, not for two three million because you got because the carrying costs are very expensive, and it's just age. you. It's right. if it's just you buy me, a place for a million dollars right. and you're fine. I don't million need a two crazy house. I don't even think I'm buying a place. I think I think I'm renting. No, because if I'm why would you rent if you because, have millions? Because I'm 24, right? So if but it doesn't matter. Buying, Sell it, honestly. If I'm buying leave. investment properties, and I'm still but why, I'm still renting. Why wouldn't you buy investment properties properties and you live in one? You could do that as well, but I'm not buying my house where I'm like right. this is where I'm living. Right, well, you know, it's not happening. But we'll talk about it when it does. Huh. You never know. I have twelve. Well, you said when I have it twelve come coin. So come coin. Oh my <laughs> god. Of an crypto. So just to quickly end the week once, this says is. Roku held $487 million of its $1.9 billion in cash at this bank. So we all know Roku. Um, that's approximately 25, 26% of the company's cash in cash equivalents. Um, this is from Roku. The company's deposits with SVB are largely uninsured. At Wait, this time- Imagine Roku has that $1.8 billion in cash. In cash. Liquidity. Could you 1.9. Yeah. I mean, they're gigantic. They companies. are. We all know Roku. They're if huge. You, Say Roku's what's their market cap? Like eighty even, billion? Even do they make they make the smart TV televisions? Fun, yeah, like uh, but software. the problem is now like all of the TVs come with that built in, so it's like they're kind of. But now they pivoted to making TVs themselves. People have Roku smart. branded yeah. televisions, but but if which is smart. Say say your market cap's eighty billion. What it is? You need a you need one billion dollars in cash. You need at least 1% of your company's yeah. worth in cash. Well, this says Roku said it reason. has enough existing cash and cash flow from operations to meet its working capital, capital expenditures, and material cash requirements from known contractual obligations for the next 12 months and beyond. Um, other ones, Acuity Ads Holding had $55 million um, in, its, in, the, in their bank and only $4.8 million elsewhere. That means more than 90% of the company's deposits were held in SVB. <clears throat> FBV, SDX, they're all the kind of same. BlockFi, um, I don't know what that is. They held two hundred and twenty-seven like, mil. Like tech startups. Um, like. Aerospace manufacturer Rocket Lab held eight percent of its total cash, approximately thirty-eight million. Um, yeah, I mean, I you're guess, fucked, and your money's uninsured. You're you should fucked. Have luck. Yeah, your company's over. And by the way, say a company like Roku, but they the thing with oh, go, but sorry. say Roku doesn't have a great year. They yeah. they have a neck. Uh, Negative number on their income statement, which or on their balance sheet, which happens all the time to companies, mm-hmm. and they took a twenty five percent cash loss. That can put your company out of business, definitely. And that's a humongous company. Yeah. That's one of the largest TV companies in the world, out of business for doing something that is completely not their fault. No, I mean that's also just capitalism, but also the bank also didn't do any right. Like well, the you bank should- didn't make bad decisions. They got fucked from what it seemed. They well, put their thing in, in U.S. Sec- Treasury securities. Yes, but that also- That seems like a safe that bet. That is a safe bet, but also like- What do the other banks have their money? Like, what does Bank of America- Probably like, in that as well, and a lot of other things. I think they do like overseas investments too, to like diversify their portfolio in case the American stock market crashes, which would also crash a lot of other yeah. stock markets. Wouldn't but. it be crazy if you went to go to your bank and they were- I mean, this kind of is the case, but- Right, like you went to your bank one time and they said we don't have the money. Yeah, I went to the bank and, tried to make and, withdrawal. And I took like I wanted to take like three or four grand. They they had like two win in like twenties. That's they didn't have hundreds. Insane. When That's was terrifying. This? Was this recently? It's a big bank. Too. I would sue the bank. 
You can't. I, you have no. You have no. But, but that's not how it should money. be. You should be able to take it's like money. you should have my fucking money, my money right there, my bills. But that's yeah, not but how also banks work. you're only insured up to a certain point, and you might not even be insured. I think two hundred thousand. Yeah, something like that. But it's also just crazy that how banks work is like. It's like a collective, and if because like if everyone withdrew at one point. You're then, done. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, if the everyone went through it, because it's it's literally a like hop Ponzi scheme. What's kind it of. like when the uh, musical chairs? Yes. Yeah, my stopped. money's hopping to you, yeah. which is hopping to him. But you know the stock market too. All these companies make millions, but they have nothing to sell. They have no product. Yeah, they they have no profits. Yeah, well, if every person in the world sold Apple stock, if every person who owned Apple stock sold Apple stock, yeah. it would fuck up Apple's. Yes, it would screw them as a company. The first X amount of people would make a crazy amount of money, and then nobody else would make money. They would all lose money. Yeah, and it would be a big problem. Which is weird. But, I mean, it's so- But that's what happened back in, like, the 20s, right? Like, there was a huge but, bank run. Everyone was, like, worried be- right before the Great Depression. Everyone was worried, like, I want- they were like, I want my money in my pocket. Kind of like how people are feeling now. You know, people are like, I don't. I want my money hard because it's, like, the value's going down. All this stuff. People are worried about their, their cash. Did this happen with the money did that GameStop? All those people got involved. Yeah, but that was with the stock. And very different, but yeah. I, but it's that also was like, of, It was actually the opposite. A bunch of people decided to buy the stock. That's what it was. Yeah. But it's also like, what do you do if you're not going to keep your money in a bank? Yeah. And you don't want to invest your money. I mean, and then you don't want to put it in treasury bonds yeah, because- It's, it's going to lose value. interest rates go up, you're fucked. And it's going to lose value because the- But then, it, but then what the, do you do? Um, you buy eight pounds of gold? Like, you have to keep But also gold fluctuates in value too. True, but it is, it's a super stable- and cash is bad, right? Because why did you you both look that way? That's weird. That one's not. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't hear it at all. Well, listen, it, there's no. Oh, he just walked right through the camera. Sorry. The, I know. Don't worry about it. The camp, yeah, there's no way he could have. Someone literally knocked on our door. A ghost. Maybe the breakfast thing. We got it. We Maybe got they it. thought it was. They wanted to go to that room or something. I don't know. Maybe knocked in the other room. Who knows? Uh, what was I saying? I don't remember what I was saying. It's a sh- it's scary the shit going on, but we know uh, our government's got to step in and do something. So can I ask? Which you? is going to create more inflation. Yeah, and the, clearly inflation is what's causing the problem. The that's hiking that's hiking exactly the interest the rate problem. and the inflation is what's causing all when, these problems. When you have high interest rates and people can't buy or sell homes, people want the American dream owning a home. People can't borrow money. Listen, people can't borrow money. These are major fucking problems. The economy basically stops. It comes to a standstill. And then you have the cost of goods increases. People can't afford. Unemployment will go that will increase. Crime will go up. You need to keep interest rates fucking low. That's a it keeps. It's the oil in the system that keeps it moving. So I again, you're not a financial. Oh, advisor, we do have so to talk about this too. Fuck, I forgot. Go can on. I ask this question? Yeah, now? definitely. Because I want to know, and I assume that the listeners will benefit from this as well. You're not a financial advisor, or whatever, but you can give your. Business opinion on You have this. life advice and you've yeah. invested so and stuff. Can you give advice on, I don't have $200,000 or over that, but say I had a million dollars, right? I don't want to keep a million dollars in the bank right now because it's only insured up to $200,000. Should I split it up between five banks? Should I invest in stocks? Should you take loans out and buy property? What, so give us like a, a generic, not, maybe not what you did, a generic overview of how what you should do if you have excess cash and you don't want to invest in banks. Well- that's a tough call because the real estate market is still somewhat high, um, but there are opportunities. So if you had a million dollars not know what to do with it right now, I probably would ride it out and I would probably just buy CDs. You're not going to make a lot of money on your, on your money. Explain to but a CD is just like you, for a certain amount of time, you put money in. It's pretty. It's very conservative. They're insured. 
and you get a certain guaranteed rate, but you have to have your money held for a certain period of time. But it's six months, a year, obviously the longer you hold it, that it's locked up in that CD, the more interest you make. But there are banks out there and financial advisors that are giving good rates on these CDs um, or even, so I don't know if I would just start investing into the real estate right now because I do think it's going to come down further and I would wait um, from a standpoint until the interest rates come down as well uh, to start buying real estate. So again, I'm not a financial advisor, but if I just had, like I have money in the market and real estate and things like that, but I can't pull the money out of the market. You just can't pull it out now. That's the problem. Should you diversify banks just to be safe? Well, you should definitely. I think I, again. I think it's like two two fifty per even, account even holder. Say I'm worth fifty grand, just to be safe. Should I? Split no, because that's insured. So if that went bank went belly, yeah, up, like the government, it's 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 FDIC. The federal uh, government backs that. Anything over the two twenty five or two fifty, you're out of luck. So I think so. Like what Pa did, Pa when he put his money, but he dad's put, dad. Right, my father put all his money is now deceased. No, but he put money only the amount, and back then it was a hundred thousand. So um, he put only that amount in the banks. He was very; he never wanted to risk losing it. He's very concerned. It makes it may, and he kept a. You keep a list, that's what you do. So, but I think you, if if you had a million dollars right now, there are some things you put in the stock market, but it's still a little scary. Uh, It is low, which is a good time to invest in it, and you could put in um, CDs and see what's going to happen. And be conservative with the money. So also the real estate market across the country is very low now. But South Florida is very high. So it might But be, it's gotten low since than a year ago. It keeps getting lower. South Florida. Yeah. Yes. The but, whole country too. But though. the whole country is real Already estate's low. pretty cheap. Yeah. South Florida real estate's pretty expensive. But what if it keeps going down, right? It's not really it's all relative too. Like cheap is relative. Like if you're living in True, Omaha, Nebraska, it's cheaper than ago. New York. You know, so it's like it's cheap. Yeah, of course. But it could still go keep going down, and then that those losses are relative too. True, true. Shit, so I wanted, we don't have enough time because we got to do fatherly advice, and so we'll save it for the Patreon. But I have two good shit, two good topics. Good, go take one. That I want to talk about. Um, so you guys will have to listen to Patreon, and I know that's annoying that we didn't get to it, but we just didn't get to it this episode, whatever. Um, we, the things I want to talk about are the, the January 6th shit? Or should we just talk about that? Let's talk about that because it's pressing. Um, oh, it's we, quick. But we do we have we have 14 minutes. And okay. And we need to do a fatherly advice. advice. So so what do you guys think? We should the save for the Patreon? Advice. No, talk. You're we'll save for the Patreon. January 6th. That's going to be, that's a, gonna long be a, long a long conversation because well, it's pretty crazy January stuff. January 6th. January 6th yeah. was the quote unquote insurrection on the Capitol. Oh, no, no, no. But there's new, de- like crazy new developments. Like crazy. Oh, I, I do know about this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We'll watch it on the Patreon. We'll watch the whole perfect. thing because then it's good and we can, we won't get banned because if we play the video on here, the YouTube will probably fucking remove the whole episode. So we'll play it on the Patreon if you guys want to listen to that. And I want to talk about the Hershey Women's Day shit. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. But we'll save it for the podcast. Hershey like chocolate? Yeah, that'll fucking flip. It'll be no. great. Um, but we'll save it for the Patreon. Bring back the green M&M. <laughs> Make her sexy again. <laughs> um, so let's do a fatherly advice. So if you, well, if before, if you guys want to listen to that shit, and if you just want extra episodes, because you guys definitely, one hour a week is not enough for you. Of course not. And you'll you show the picture of the guy taking a shit, the bumper dumper. I'll take the bumper, I'll put the, post the bumper dumper picture on the Patreon. So you'll you'll only have access if you're a Patreon member to see that. How about you gotta that? see his butthole, which is cool. <laughs> um, so if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash daddy issues pod and it's $5 a month and you get an extra episode every single week. And you really should. So it's like literally a dollar 25. You really should join the fucking thing at this point. Seriously. Yeah. Like we have, we have 
It's enough. No, really. I we mean, have thousands and thousands of no, listeners, and we have hundreds and hundreds of Patreon. So we should be having thousands and thousands of Patreon. Yeah, you really should fuck the, stop picking that. If you, you really listen to this it. point, and it's like, you, you clearly like us. And stop being a cheap fuck. If yeah, that's stop being a cheap fuck. I mean, fuck. really, if you listen to our episodes, and you obviously like us, and you agree with what we have to fucking say, and you like the way we fucking say it, then just fucking man the fuck up. And, and here's the thing, too, right? The thing on the Patreon episodes, we get really... We save the shit that we can't say on the other main episodes because they're sponsored. Right, if you want to see John online, get triggered, go to fucking. We, we say the real the shit and we watch the real shit. Like we watch, you know, the Pfizer videos that got us banned from YouTube, the Pelosi like, shit. Yeah, like we we, we the, do fucking, the real shit. Uh, on there. COVID shit with the fucking guy from Pfizer, right? Yeah, that's what that's I say. What I mean. yeah, but yeah, yeah, but we go. It's it's raw. It's real and raw. If you could think this is real and raw. Those are extra. So, really, so we're if you're not going to join Patreon, then then fucking go watch another fucking. No, don't say that. We love all our listeners. Next Patreon episode, you guys are doing butt naked, right? Yes. Yeah. And buck naked too. Okay. Bodily advice. Okay. Um. This I'm not going to say the name because there's like details in here. And how cool the one Patreon who was in the fucking armed forces and now hell yeah, shout Jake, out. What's Jake? Jake. Jake. He said yeah, it got him through sure. and. And then he just got out of who's in like nine well, You got to give a little bit of context because you, no one has no, any idea what you're talking right. about. When we recorded the episode in North Carolina that you guys probably remember, we talked about the vabbing. It was a classic episode, a classic Daddy Issues episode. Oh, God, vabbing. Um, the finally advice that week was of uh, an army soldier who was stationed overseas. You guys probably remember. Afghanistan. He was talking about his kid and how crazy his ex-wife is, blah, 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 blah. He joined Patreon it was a last tough month. One. It was a tough one. Yeah, it, it was crazy. He just got back from service. He was serving for years. He just got back and he joined the Patreon at the $10 a month tier. To Zoom with so us. So he got on our Zoom. So we were like chatting with him for he an hour. He was in heaven. And it was so nice. Like we were honored to be talking to him. And yeah. he was honored to be talking to us. Yeah. He was like, I just got back to, from deployment. I had to hop on, meet you guys. You, he was like, I made my whole squad listen. You're, you guys are what got me through the deployment. And so we, it was and we awesome. we developed a friendship with him. And we do these monthly, at the end of each month, we do these zoom for our patreon and we developed friends we had people over our house for dinner many people over yeah. many patreon members have come over our house right. so if you want to come over our house join patreon right um, right. okay do, do this now this is finally advice bryce we know not know this person but we both she follows both of us on instagram and we follow her Can I see so you name? know who i'm talking about because that'll give you a little more you know who i'm talking about i'll mute myself oh hell yeah yeah okay you know <laughs> this might be your this might be your in bryce oh don't say that <laughs> Um, okay, ready? I'm 23 years old, living in South Florida, and I'm a police officer. She's she's a girl, too, okay? Uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about a year and a half. He's turning 27 in a few months and is seriously considering entering the military. And then in parentheses, special forces. We've talked casually in a group setting about what our future looks like regarding engagements and marriage. Uh, he's mentioned to me before that I could move wherever he has to go. I have a career and not a work-from-home job. She's a police officer, remember? So that's difficult to just say yes to. My thought process right now is if he joins the military and we're still boyfriend and girlfriend, I'm 100% not leaving my job to relocate with him. I despise long distance, but if he were my fiance, it'd be easier to relocate because I would have the reassurance that I need. He's mentioned a four-year contract with the military, so realistically it's not that long, but I don't know how I would survive that. I don't think an engagement is around the corner or even within another year, but I've been thinking about this. Also, if I leave my job and then eventually return, I would lose all my seniority, which isn't ideal. John, if you had a daughter, what would you tell her to do? Stay at her job with good pay and benefits or relocate to be with her potential future husband? 
Okay, first of all, well written, and I and and I think she knows the answer. Um, you, I think you're a hundred ten percent on board. You are twenty three. You're not engaged. Okay, you're not married to him. Uh, you keep your job if he wants to go do that. Um, I respect that. I think it's great he does that. But you do not leave your job right now without a ring on your finger or without being married. That's just my opinion. If you were my daughter, I would take guy could be the nicest guy in the world. But you don't know what's going on. How long they've been together, Ronnie? Um, year and a half. Okay, it's still very new as well. And I'm not saying to force him to give you to have you get engaged because I don't believe that either. Where women give the men ultimatums. That's a recipe for disaster. Correct. For sure. However, however. Um, in your current situation, I think that you continue with your career and what you're doing, and 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 you're doing the right thing. He continues what he wants to do, and who knows what the year or two happens for you guys. If he says, "I love you," I want to get engaged, then if you try a long distance, doesn't work out. Right, but, try it but, if you want but to. You try it, and 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 and. But I agree with you one hundred ten percent. You do not leave. I well, she even kind leave. of answered herself, she, right? She hundred percent. She said, "I'm staying at my job if we're not she if we're boyfriend and girlfriend. If we're engaged, I'll consider." She moving. just wanted to hear a parent give an opinion that she respects what I have to say, yeah. and she wanted validation. And I got to tell you something: you're hundred percent on the money. Keep doing what you're doing. I respect the fact of what you're doing, and I also respect your boyfriend for doing what he wants to do. But you're too young to, and you're only made a year and a half to uplift or uproot your life and what your dreams are, or for him to give up his dreams. At this point in your life, if you're dating seven years and you're 28, different story, but it's it's still too new, and 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 you know what the right answer is. That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think it sounds like you want to stay at your job, so then stay at your job. And she, it's should. both of your lives, right? Like you shouldn't give up your whole life for his potential dream, as just as he shouldn't give his whole life to your potential dream. You and try, it's hard. try it. If Listen, try the long try distance it, if you want to. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, then you aren't meant to be. And that's not a negative against you or him. It's just sometimes in life there are outside forces like careers and distances and so forth that it the relationship doesn't last. And that means it, the relationship wasn't meant to last. Right. Right. If he's really being like, I want to go to the military and leave you, then that also might be a sign that the relationship right. might not also not last. It's saying this is what I want. I'm not willing to give it up. Yeah. And I get it. And and you can't fault each other for it. It just is what it is. So there are always outside factors and force that come into play. And if the relationship survives survives it, then you're meant to be together. Right. If it doesn't, it's not a negative. It was it was meant that you weren't meant to be together. Again, not a negative. It just is what it is. And I'm not trying to make it black and white, but it really is. Like when you say, oh, but I love that person so much, but you didn't love that person enough. enough. to be. And it's not a negative. It's okay because it brings you closer to one you do end up with that you do love enough where you will fight through thick and thin, through good and bad, and come out the other side stronger. Yeah. So that's something to keep at. And you're 23. I don't mean to take away what you feel for him. And he's 27. You're young. You're yeah. dating a year, year and a half. You have a lot of experiences and life lessons to learn. And like I said, the experiences are great. And each time you come through those things, you're going to learn more of what you want, what you don't want. And you'll be a better person than whoever you end up with, whether it's this guy or not. You'll be a better wife for it because you'll have more experiences. Yeah, I agree. Anything, Bryce? Oh, also, I was going to say before you say that, um, you should also reach out to us. Like, she lives, so I'll, th- this is where she works. So you you live right around us. Like, you should reach out to us. Oh, absolutely. If you're, like, out in Miami, yeah. you know, reach out to me and Bryce. With your boyfriend, like, we'll go Absolutely. get a drink. You know, you're so close. You might as well, and like, we're, hang listen, out with Mom us. We'd love to. Sometimes, too. How many yeah. times do we meet a lot of your friends in the, in the war? Oh, yeah. At the wharf, we just go. 
we hang out, we meet people, we tell them to come down, we meet a lot of our listeners, which are very supportive of, and we have a great time. We always love, we love meeting listeners because it's like we're probably similar, you know, because you like what, what we say. Um, so yeah, reach out to us. You live literally right around the corner from us. I was just going to throw in really quick. I agree with you guys. Just you're mature adults, but also you guys are both still young. Play it by ear. If long distance doesn't work, which you know when it's not working and you know when it is working, if you're both enjoying yourself, great. If it doesn't work out, then you break up and then you'll figure it out. And, and then maybe and who you knows, want to get back together after a couple months. Over and you never know. Or you maybe really after know. a couple months of being broken up, she's like, no, you know what? He is the one. It's worth it. Yeah. I'm going to. Those are riskier because you, you never to know. miss people, especially if you didn't break up because you fall out of love with them. If you break up because of you have to, then you can't look back in it like, oh, man, I missed that person. They're the one because yeah, that's. Fair. Th- I'm kind of. I don't situation. feel that way ever, but I hear you. I would. Yeah. I would just say play it by ear. And if he does join the military. Awesome. Mad respect to him. Um, And. You're killing at your job. Keep doing that, and then you guys will figure it out as yeah. it goes along. And I want to meet you selfishly so I that said. if I ever get pulled over in the you. in the city that you you are a police officer in, I can just drop your name and get out of the ticket. Really quick, Bronson got pulled over the other day, and the police over. I told the. You told us how the police. Did officer, I tell the story? The police officer who pulled him over was at my property for something. Did else. I tell the story where that where I where I dropped my friends off for five seconds outside yes. their apartment and the cop came up and I was like, I'm not fucking paying this ticket. There's no way it's fine. What? He was being he was being rude. Not not. I like, wasn't being rude. No, I was, was being, being strong. Rude. He was just like, Are you serious? This is ridiculous. No, I said I was like, There's no way that you're gonna give me a ticket. And when I literally idled for five seconds, what if my car broke down? Would you give yeah, me a ticket? Yeah. And if I stopped on the side of the road, because he goes, he was like, You can't stop on the road. It's illegal. And I was like, People stop on the road all the fucking time. What if what if my car breaks and I have to go to the side of the road? Is it should I not do that because you're gonna give me a ticket? No, that was a great point. And he didn't give me a ticket. Well, I said to him, I was I was looking at him, I was like, I know you. He was like, No. Yeah. And I was like, You were at blah blah blah, which is near my building. I was like, You were there on Tuesday. And he was like, And I was like, I'm the manager. He was like, What's up, man? How are you? And I was like, I got you out of this ticket, Bronson. And and then last week, one of our friends said, Oh no, you no, it was sent me. It. There, there was there was some arrest at like some protest in they downtown were Miami or something. The mayor. And the the arrest photo of like the cop bringing the guy on on like WB Miami or whatever you know one of those it was that cop he's oh my, my boy he's actually he's pretty he's not that nice of a person <laughs> not honestly. that nice he's not a nice guy but he's my boy if you if I get pulled over get arrested you gotta help me out you're the one that I argued with about idling in the <laughs> yeah. side of the street okay do we go to dinner all right love you guys love you too love you too you're joking right. Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid.